Welcome to the Gleaner Sportscast, or podcast for that matter. My name is William Herbst. I'm a freshman sports reporter, and this is my semester project, but more importantly, this is a part of the Gleaner podcast, and um, we are going to be discussing um, topics from ranging from any sports, anything in sports, and mainly the coronavirus and how it is, is affecting us. So it is a very big, you know, world we're living in, really crazy time. And I brought on a special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself, Joe? Hi, I'm Joe. I'm also a ninth grader. I like sports and I like talking. Yeah, so perfect combination there. Um, I figured I'd bring him on because he knows a lot of stuff. There's going to be three parts to this podcast when ranging from football, basketball, and football, the main American sports. So today we're going to be doing basketball mostly. And he is, Joe, I know you're a Cleveland guy. You know, you're Browns, you know, um, Indians, Cavs, if you, you know, you're a big Cleveland guy. So the Cavs, they are a, uh, have, since LeBron left, haven't been doing extremely well, if you want to elaborate on that, but uh, you can tell us about yeah. your struggles as a Cleveland fan. You can sure say that again. We drafted two straight point guards, and neither are the cream of their crop. Neither yeah. are the cream of the crop of their point guard class. So we got two point guards and a bad team. Yeah, um, yeah. LeBron, he he did get you a championship, but I just kind of hated dealing with the Warriors. I guess you could say, you know. But when you look at it, I I honestly think I mean LeBron left the lit, left the Cavs as soon as the Warriors, all those guys got injured and their dynasty fell apart. Because you know Kevin Durant and Demarcus Cousins did leave that team. You know what I mean? But I mean LeBron left for the Lakers right as soon as their dynasty kept falling apart, which kind of sucks for you as a Cleveland fan, but, I mean, getting that championship had to feel good. I see it as it was more of a family move than a basketball move, which I respect about LeBron. I guess. He made the right move for his family, and it doesn't matter if he left the city behind. We're still grateful. I feel that. Yeah. All right, so if I'm going to get into the topic of discussion here now, the coronavirus, a big pandemic, all schools closing down, and how it is affected, and in all sports leagues, temporary shutting down. Now, the NBA has was originally suspending play for 30 days, if I'm correct, but then two Jazz players, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, did get the coronavirus, which caused the NBA to immediately suspend the season indefinitely. Now, this is a big hit for sports fans because they were originally just going to play them without fans, but then it turned to 30 days and it's elapsed from there. So, Joe, where do you stand on this? Honestly, this is kind of this, – this is a shocker to me. I mean, this is a crazy time for the world in general, but affecting sports, no sports, I mean, that's kind of a big part of American culture. Uh, I stand with, like, the commissioners. Everything needs to be safe. I'd rather see players come back next year fully healthy and have at least some sort of fans. Like have my thing would be like have one celebrity fan from each fan base and just have them sitting next to each other and have them like announce the game. That would be the best thing on TV every day, every day. I feel that. I mean, they have been replaying a lot of games now, and especially NBA games. And March Madness too. This is ba- the March Madness too. Ever that's a big time. That's they call it the best time of the year for sports fans. That also got canceled, which was very devastating. You know, at first, they're going to play without fans, like I said before. But it just escalated from there. And they're really taking this seriously. But sports is a big part of culture. And they've been replaying old games just to try and keep people entertained. But for the most part, I think, yeah. I mean, if you if they're doing any 
sports channels like ESPN's big sports networks are doing whatever they can to put out the best content they can. And that just really goes to show how much sports is a part of American culture. But anyway, yeah, that's how Corona has affected mostly all sports, but that's how it started. And also started in the NBA. Like I said, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert getting the coronavirus, but yeah, there was stuff. And now that you kind of know a background of how, you know, it started in the NBA, you can, we're going to kind of talk about, you know, how it affected what teams were hot and what teams were on a roll. Now, when you look at it, the top two, the top two teams in the NBA, the Bucks and Lakers from the West and the East, they were predicted to go to the NBA finals. Joe, what was your prediction? Uh, even though the Bucks had a better record, I believe, I think the Lakers were, I believe they were going to make it to the finals. Steamroll through the West. I think it would have been an interesting finals, but I thought the Lakers would have pulled out ahead. Ah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I mean, mean, you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's definitely something to look at. But yeah, those were the two hottest teams. I mean, they have very athletic forwards in LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Both of them freakishly good athletes who can really lead their team, and they're very good teammates as well. They're also the two captains for the All-Star game two years in a row, so that just goes to show how good those two players really were. Joe used to be a LeBron fan when he was on the Cavs, of course. And Joe, do you still watch LeBron on the Lakers? Uh, I try watch. I try my best to watch a lot of basketball. I watch the entire All Star game. I, think I still have like three LeBron jerseys in my room. I'm not sure if any of them fit, but they're still there. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, those guys have really, really. Um, those two teams are really hot. I mean. When you pull up the standings from the NBA, they're the two most, two most dominant teams, and they have been. I mean, the Lakers, now they, did, they got LeBron. I mean, last year it was pretty much the Warriors. The Warriors were the, in the West. The Warriors made the finals five straight years. So it's kind of good to see a breath of fresh air we were going to see this season, but we were going to see two new teams in the finals, which every NBA fan wanted. I mean, everyone was sick of seeing Cavs versus Warriors, and I think you can agree with that with <laughs> on that, Joe. Yeah, yeah everyone was totally sick. Totally agree. Yeah, everyone was sick of seeing Cavs versus Warriors. Last year, we got the Raptors, got a win, which was nice. And But once they got injured, once the Warriors got plagued with injuries, their downfall. And we never thought that they would be they would ever end. I mean, like, the Warriors were young. Like, they're all, they all in their 30s, like, well, early 30s, high 20s. They were they're, – they're still going, but they got injured. Kevin Durant left, like I said before. But anyway, yeah, we were going to see two teams that were very – New, new to the NBA, but Corona really hit it hard, and that's what stopped the teams that were hot, and that's what happens, especially NBA, because NBA, when you look at the NFL and MLB, they weren't really in season. The NBA was in season on verge of playoff time, which really sucks. Joe, if you want to talk about how... Yeah, that is difficult. The NBA makes most of their money off the playoffs. Just as a business standpoint, it, it's really difficult for people for the people in the NBA and, people, and just the fans, it's hard for them to lose a big part of their year in the NBA playoffs to Corona. And the worst thing about it is we have to stay inside and we can't even watch like current sports. Yeah, I definitely feel that. And mostly everyone playing basketball who play AAU and all the young kids out there, they're not going to be able to, you know, show their talents. All the high school recruits will have to, you know, hold off them, even college basketball. It's going to, it's just a tough time. However, yeah, the NBA does make a lot of their money off the playoffs. I will agree. That's why they extended seven game series, of course. I mean, and the TV ratings during the playoffs skyrocket and March Madness. March Madness makes people 
a makes the NCAA, TBS, all the broadcasting. They make that go all the way up, and that's why we were approaching the best time of the year. It's just, it's so just unlucky that we got it at this time. I don't know about you, but just absolutely no. Yeah, it's difficult for all sports fans. Even, like, Americans think of them as the major sports fans, but if we look to, like, Europe and things, they are, they can't cancel soccer seasons and everybody in the world's bummed. Every, every country has their sport. Like, Japan, like, we think of ourselves as baseball. They play a lot of baseball. Yes, Japan is a powerhouse. You see them at the Little League World Series every year, but... I mean, they every it's affecting every country, and I mean, it started in China, and you know, Chinese basketball leagues shut down before the NBA did, believe it or not, and that's how you know it was a big problem over there. And I mean, not like anyone paid attention to them, but this goes to show how it's getting worldwide. It's affecting all of worldwide sports. I mean, the Olympics got held off for crying out loud. I was, I was, you know, wanted to see Team USA actually get a shot and you know get their revenge after they didn't really. I think they got the bronze medal in 2016. So, um, so yeah, it was. It's gonna be definitely. It was definitely. Well, hard I to think do. they got the bronze me- medal at the 2018 FIBA. World oh, Cup. they did too. Oh, I think they got gold in the last Olympics. They got gold in the last Olympics. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, it was FIBA because oh. the USA doesn't take that seriously, unlike other countries. Yeah, yeah. My, sorry. Yeah. My, thanks for the correction on that. But I mean, yeah, it's been. Yeah, all worldwide sports. You know, just absolutely. You know, gone. But anyway. If I'm going to pull up the stats on ESPN, like look at the NBA standings, what they were, hypothetically, what teams you think had a shot, Joe, if you just want to, we're just going to debate kind of what we think and all the scores and standings because, I mean, there were so many teams that were hot and that so many new teams as at the Warriors fell. I mean, that was one of the biggest things that happened this season. I mean, Stephen Curry did come back, but they didn't really get to play many games with him. So when you look at it, it's just been a hard time. So I'm going to go to the standings for the NBA. And let's just say here that it's very lopsided from any other season we've had. So only three teams had clinched the playoffs. There were four, five teams. There were five spots in the East still left. I mean, for crying out loud, it was just the Celtics, the Raptors, and the Bucks. For, they, they had so many other spots and when you look in the west the west only one team had clinched which was the lakers that race was still alive so i mean there was still a lot of basketball to be played which just goes to show how unfortunate this is if you want to elaborate on that yeah you were saying that te- so many teams were hot i think a sleeper from the east was the toronto raptors oh yes for the sure. most improved players pascal siakam was averaging nearly 24 points a game yeah, I'll, Even though Kawhi left, I think they have at least maintained a little bit of what their championship season was. I think they might have been able to come out of the East. Oh, for sure. If Giannis got, if Giannis got a little banged up in the first two series, I'm willing to bet Toronto could have made it out of the East. Oh, for sure. Of course. The, the Raptors were one of the best teams last season. They, they surprisingly beat the Bucks. The Bucks went up on them 2-0 last season, am I correct? Um, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and the Raptors won the so. next four. Kawhi Leonard was a big part in that run, I will admit. However, Pascal Siakam, all the other players, Fred Van Vliet, really showed out in that series. They really made their presence known as an NBA powerhouse, and the Raptors had really never been known because they had DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. Never really got anywhere, for the most part. But, yeah, I definitely agree with you on they that. Were, yeah. They were always LeBron's 
enemy. Enemy, yeah. They and they, they never got to do anything. Yeah, they, they always they always let met LeBron near the Eastern Conference semifinals or the Eastern Conference finals, and they always gave him a decent challenge. But they they never could beat LeBron in the East. But they were able to take out Giannis. Is Giannis? Giannis in my opinion, they were able to take out Giannis because. Here's the thing. LeBron had playoff experience at that point. Giannis is a young 25-year-old athlete still getting used to the NBA. I mean, as a Bucs fan myself, I don't like to admit it, but it is. But the Bucs are just a regular season dominant team. They're 53-12, and 12, which is absolutely insane. It's They barely ever lose, to be honest. It's very rare to see them. Well, they'll go down, but they'll you know get back up. And there are, but here's the thing about the East. The East, except for those three teams... The rest of the East is just really weak because there are two teams, the Brooklyn Nets and the Orlando Magic, with negative records at the 7-8 and eight seed, which is crazy. If you want to see what teams in the East do you think could be a sleeper possibly, Joe, because there are not much competition except for the Bucks. That's what everyone says. Yeah. I think that... Like, I was really understating the Raptors' chances. I really like their team. Uh... I really like their team at the, like, when the season was stopped, I, w- I would have put some money on the Raptors going to the finals, even though they had to face the Bucks. Of course, they are always an upset team, and they always know. Anything about that, William? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because when you look at it, the Raptors are just know how to beat the Bucks. They have the bigs, Pascal Siakam. I mean, they had Marcus Saul. I mean, you know, they, they were just a really dominant team. Now, that, but the East is very lopsided because it's just the Bucks, Raptors, and Celtics, and maybe the Heat if you want to count them. However, when you look at the West, it is so balanced. The, the Lakers clinched, but they not even they weren't even guaranteed to get the number one seed. They were only five games behind the Clippers, who now have Kawhi Leonard, as we mentioned before. And the Nuggets, oh, I never thought the Nuggets would be that good, but Nikola Jokic really showing out this season. They really know what they're they're really playing good basketball. The Jazz. They were playing really well. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, very young, good young player. Rudy Gobert, very athletic. But, I mean, as we mentioned before, I mean, they got the coronavirus. They were the two players that started this. And the Rockets, they have James Harden and Russell Westbrook. But having two ball-dominant players, that really yeah, killed the team. Going down the West, like, standing rabbit hole, uh, I'm surprised the Mavericks aren't higher. They're the seventh seed and as the standings were, they would be going up and playing in LA against the Clippers. Oh, for sure. And I would have really, that would have really been entertaining basketball. Seeing Luca go up against the stars that are Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. For sure. Yeah. That would have been must watch TV. I mean, yeah, and of course, uh, the, the, I mean, Luka Doncic, phenomenal young player, no dip. I mean, you pair him with Kristaps Porzingis, oh boy, I don't know how you feel about that duo, Joe, but that man, th- that team, it should, I'm, not, I'm surprised they're not higher. I mean, they, they could easily beat the Rockets even if they tried. They could easily beat the Jazz. They could beat the Nuggets, for crying out loud, if they really played bo- good basketball. And they're only the seven seed. The only reason that I would put them so low is I would want them to have a matchup with Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James. But, I mean, that is great. That I thought they would have been higher seed. I'll agree with you there. But otherwise, the eight seed in the West is a negative record as well. And that's the Memphis Grizzlies. So it's pretty much every, anyone would be in the hunt. And... Now, I'll just say this. Golden State Warriors, absolutely done. They're eliminated from the playoffs. They're the only team in the NBA that was eliminated from the playoffs, guaranteed. 
I mean, that just goes yeah. to show how bad they were without Stephen Curry. I mean, Stephen Damn should be, but the East is just really bad this year. For like, sure. Yeah. Unexplainably bad. But the Golden State Warriors, 15-50. and 50. Now, for a team that we used to be a dynasty without Stephen Curry on the floor, they have played so bad this season. They can barely get a bucket. They only have one all-star in Draymond Green still on the floor, which would have sucked. Stephen Curry did come back, but just goes to show how much of the offense Stephen Curry is to the Golden State Warriors. That man is the key to the Warriors' offense. Even with Kevin Durant and them on the floor, they would still struggle to get buckets because of... Stephen Curry, and people argue that Kevin Durant was the best player on that team. Stephen Curry, hands down. What do you think, Joe? Who was the best player on that team? I think Stephen Curry was by far the best player, but by the time it came to the finals, Kevin Durant was carrying that that team. Kevin Durant is a much better clutch performer, and that's not a knock on Curry. That's just saying how well Durant plays in the clutch. For sure, and for all those teams, I mean, it, for all the teams that were excited about this NBA season, I mean, I was too. I wanted to get see an actual LeBron versus Giannis matchup because they don't fare. They don't match up a lot. I mean, mostly, for the most time, the Lakers have won. And there are still some spots waiting to be taken in the East, and there is an eighth seed in the West that could be taken. But how should the NBA go about this going forward? Do they make a sh- do they just go right to the playoffs in June when this stuff clear when this stuff clears up? Or what do you think they're going to do? Uh I think that they're going to go straight to the playoffs. And, and I think yeah. they might even shorten it a little bit. Yeah. Like three games series for everything except finals and conference finals. Like maybe three, five, seven, seven. Yeah, that actually that would be good. Yeah, shortening the first round series. That's what the NBA would like to do because it would kind of make it more like March Madness, short games, hit or miss, you know. But, I mean, in the end, you know, you want to get the best team. But the NBA knows that those teams could be upset and they want and that. I mean, if you get lower-seeded teams in the Eastern Conference Finals, then more TV ratings. They want to see a Cinderella story. I think that would be – I mean, I think Corona will bring – you know, it's brought a lot of craziness, but if it does bring one good thing, a shortened playoffs and, you know, lower-seeded teams up there, that would be amazing for the NBA. However, we shall see. I mean, they're going to have to. I mean, Corona, we still don't know when this is going to end, for Christ's sake. So we shall see. I mean, yeah. Even though the playoff, even though a playoff, shortened playoffs would be great for everybody, I really hope they play this cautiously, like get approval from like the CDC and World Health Organization. I want, I want to see all these players back healthy before they try to play, because I wouldn't want to see like LeBron gone next year because he, because he's out with the COVID nineteen. I don't want to see these stars come down with COVID-19 just because the NBA wanted them to play a, a playoff game too early. I mean, of course, yeah. I mean, they, they were talking about playing without fans. I mean, many doctors across, even the um, for the uh, for Mayo Clinic, the top doctor says that the coronavirus, they, teams will most likely get to, bit to play in the summer, but it'll have to be without fans because, I mean, it's just too risky to, to even, you know, let it die out. I mean, they, they still have confirmed cases of corona. They still have a bunch of, you know, stuff to deal with. So in the end, they're probably going to have to play them without fans, which kind of sucks. I mean, that's I mean that's what the NBA is. I mean, they make their most money off their fans, of course, and that just makes the league so much better. But, I mean, they're, they will have to partner with, you know, CBS, TNT, all the other playoff streaming services so you can, they can actually, you know, broadcast the games for the people watching at home. I think just to underline 
the underlining of all this is you gotta be safe and cautious with all the things that are happening with COVID. I, I'd rather see a full regular season next year and no playoffs this year than uh, rushed than a rushed playoffs that results in too many sicknesses and diagnosis. Yeah, I agree. Whatever you, they can do to stop this, whatever they can do. I mean, I don't care how many, how long it takes. I just want to see the NBA back. I mean, this is a global pandemic that has affected all sports leagues, and this is why the other reason that I was doing this podcast is just episode one of us just discussing all the NBA players and sleepers that we had. But yeah, that, honestly, I think that'll wrap it up here today. As for Willie, William Herbst, reporter, and my guest, Joe May. Joe, if you want to sign off, I am out of here. And this has been the Gleaner Podcast or the Gleaner Sportscast. Signing off. See you guys. Have a good one.